welcome to episode three of It's Third Down, an NFL podcast with myself, Adam, and I'm joined by Adam and Dan. Hi. Hello. 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 Um, we are three NFL fans in the UK. I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. We've got Buffalo Bills represented by Adam and Baltimore Ratbirds by Dan. <laughs> <laughs> or Ravens, if that's not obvious. Um yeah, so welcome back if you've listened to the first couple of episodes that we've done. If not, hello, welcome. We've we've got a couple of older episodes if you want to go back and have a listen. Um, but this week, it's going to be a bit of a keeping in touch episode just to see what's been going on in the training camps. Um, that's kind of the main thing that's going on at the moment. Um, other than that, it's just a few uh, like tradey potential bits and... Yeah. contract issues um yeah that's that's kind of all that's really going on so yeah we're gonna have a little look at that for our teams and then we'll see if anything is going on just around the league very briefly so it won't be too long for you today but yeah training camp so i will i will get us started um Tennessee Titans, as I said, training camp. Um, this this is my first season where I'm actually kind of paying any sort of attention to training camp. Uh, yeah. I don't know if if either of you have paid much attention to it in the past, um, but I think just through the nature of following more people on social media and <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, um, just actively seeking out bits that are going on. I guess um, it's interesting to see developments at training camp i know they probably don't mean loads and loads but you get that early indication especially for the titans where it's been you know a few roster changes that are potentially going to be quite significant in the long run quarterbacks and obviously veteran receivers coming into again to mix up what's going on um, mm-hmm. it's just interesting seeing it and having some early thoughts and opinions on what's going on so yeah for for me in the Titans training camp. So I haven't watched loads and loads and loads and stuff, but it's just interesting to hear the guys talking about the chemistry that they're already starting to try and build straight away off the bat. Obviously, I'm talking about veteran receivers, that being yeah, yeah. D-Hop coming in. Um, and you get the highlight reels that are going out there and you see all these good catches and things like that. But more importantly than that, it's all the little chats and interactions you see amongst the players that's what i'm sort of finding myself gearing into a little bit more Um, yeah because most of these scenarios they're they're running through you you know it's not a competitive uh, there will naturally be a competitive aspect to it but it's not the same as game day um so you're just kind of looking at the athleticism what's going on who's looking sharp who's doing what and um yeah Tannehill and Hop look like they are potentially already it's only you know we've, we've had three days I think it is at this point um already getting a bit of connection there and I guess that probably comes naturally to them being veterans you know yeah yeah um, but um Tannehill was saying in one of his media chats just where they're really trying to work on trust and I've never really thought about that before, how, you know, we see the the game plan, the routes that are going to be run and things like that, but there's more to it than that in that you need to trust that 
that person is going to be where you are expecting them to be and almost not blindly throw balls but um you're you're working a lot on trust and i guess i just found that interesting because i've never really thought about it and just kind of look at it and it's like oh it's a perfectly designed play he was exactly where he needed to be and he delivered it straight to him yeah of course he did but he trusted that he was going to be there so then mm-hmm. if you have that trust you can commit to going all in with that play and things like that and i I know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know if it's coming across in the right way. It's just really interesting to see these relationships develop from yeah from nothing to I mean, where they the are thing, after three like, days already, I guess. What, yeah. what we were saying about throwing to him and having the trust, because not all the plays, you're not throwing it to a person, you're throwing it to an empty space that should then yeah. have a person in it. And there's like so many different moving parts to know everything that's all going at once is just nuts. Like how they do it is mind blowing. But yeah, yeah, like you said, they have to have that trust for it to work how it's supposed to. Yeah. Just, and I, yeah, I appreciate oiled machine. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying is probably really basic stuff, but as I said, this is the first time I'm really looking at it from training camp onwards and we're seeing a new player come in. I just, I'm just finding it really interesting to see it develop from day one to day two to day three. Yeah, um, yeah, you'd expect to see clips of them making good catches, maybe great catches and things like that, but just where it's all kind of coming together and looks good. And Burks, off the back of that, has... I don't know whether it's just being around D-Hop and... Or, or the work that he's putting in the off-season, I don't know. But he just looks sharp. He's looking quick. He's looking big. Like, he, he looks hefty in terms yeah. of strength, like physicality. And, and, yeah, and just when he's running and he's doing quick different things to throw defense off, which he wasn't necessarily doing before. So there's definitely another element to his game that's subtly coming in. That'd be interesting. I think he could definitely have an explosive year just from the small bits that I've seen. Um, you yeah, know, I've, I've seen some videos. By the end of the year being like, AJ Brown who? You know, that's what yeah. we're looking for. <laughs> I saw some videos of Burks on Twitter because obviously, you know, we all follow each other's teams. So I'll I'll be seeing bits and pieces of, of your two teams. Um, and the route running of Burks was incredible you know he was being labeled a menace because he was running some good routes so yeah i think you're right i think he's got a big kind of blowout season coming yeah hopefully but we'll see and then obviously eyes all eyes on the quarterbacks in tennessee um because it's widely expected this to be Tannehill's last season and yeah one of these other guys kind of coming up and um before training camp started it was there were some real sketchy things Malik Willis to me was looking really slow in his decision making and although like yeah throw may be accurate you kind of think okay but put that in a game scenario and he's getting sacked like just the amount of time he was taking to do things but that's changed a lot he's he's been making quick quicker decisions um I guess that comes with sharpness of just throwing the ball to people um and doing it over and over again but yeah, he. There's been a lot of positive talk about Willis making big improvements in his game, and he is QB two currently, and okay. that's been um, reflected in uh, the the kind of sh- small teams that they're doing their reps with. Um, Willis has been with the third string. No, uh, Will Levis has been with the third string, and he's been very much kind of 
so far at training camp in QB3, but he's also now started to put, um, you know, little runners together of TD passes. I think he had five in a row or something. Um, nice. Just today. And, but it's kind of, it's in the 7v7s and it's in a, against a third string defense. So yeah. although it all looks good on paper and it's a positive thing, it's just, you know, get move him up maybe if he's starting to look good, get him against some better in inverted commas um defenders defenses and see what he can do against them but yeah i just there's a a pretty good sort of vibe coming out of the titans training camp at the moment and yes you are going to be presented on social media and and whatever by all things good i appreciate that but it it's you do still read and hear about all the negative stuff that's gone on um and i think we'll touch on that in a little bit mm. um but how how much of your guys training camps have you been paying attention to whoever wants to with go first. uh yeah I've, i mean I'll, I'll jump in so with my one i was pretty similar to you where i think last off season i was following these social media accounts but i was still new to the scene that i didn't know what i was looking into or whatever else so i kind of just paid lip service to it and it's now this season that I've properly sat down and, and read what's been happening and watched the videos and, and done whatever else. Um, so the Bills obviously have just completed day five of camp. They're in or around um, the same sort of time frame as everyone else. Uh, the biggest take from Bills at the minute is, of course, Damar Hamlin. He suffered that major scare at the end of last season. Yeah. He's been training with the first team and is in full training pads, which is incredible to see. He is doing incredibly well. Um he, you know, he's defying odds sort of thing. Um and just today he caught an interception and returned it for a pick six. So nice. yeah, he's he's looking sharp. Um my favourite. Yeah, you do is. love you do love a pick six. Um there's a lot of talks of you know, does he get onto the team because of what happened? And if Bills have to cut him, is it, you know, is it injustice to him or whatever else? It's a lot of talking points about that. And I don't know what your two thoughts are on it because you can't really yeah, keep him on a team because of what happened. Yeah, you kind of, it is a business at the end of the day. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'm... Obviously, I only really became familiar with him because of everything that happened. So, was he a starter? He he was obviously playing that game, but was he a starter at that point? Yes. Consistently, and he was regularly there. So, yeah, consistent starter. Yeah. So, I guess he should definitely be afforded the time to to you know if he's been cleared medically, it's it's essentially been proven that the circumstances of what happened was just the worst timing and the worst you know the most unfortunate event that could have happened at that moment in time but it's not that yeah. he was like I, as far as i'm aware there's not any like that he's medically susceptible to it repeating um no, no. those exact circumstances were to happen again so i think you know if he's medically sound and can prove fitness because obviously he he wouldn't have been as active as some people were throughout all the off season yeah um, because he was recovering and you know we get that but if he can get back to where he was then why you know he as long as he's there by merit i guess because you you don't want him in there just for the story um yeah exactly i think him yeah being at camp, it's a hard one 
him being at camp in full pads and doing things like, you know, a pick six today is showing, you know, I'm here to play. Don't, you know, of course, I'm here to obviously show people that you need to look after yourself and um, heart conditions and whatever else. But, you know, I think he is getting the chance for it. It's just, you know, there's loads of people talking about it. If he needs to, because as you said, it is a business at the end of the day. So, bit of a yeah. bit of a sticky one. See, but, I um, think. Sorry, as I say, I think for him personally, there's going to be very much the aspect of he's going to want to prove it to himself, because it'd be very easy to play it safe. Air brackets. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to step back and then I'm not going to put myself in that situation that it could happen again. Mm. But the fact is, he's actually gone back in full swing. Um, and he's smashing it. I think that plays a lot into it as well. As also the other po- like points you mentioned with it being a business, and is he good enough anyway to be on the first team? But yeah. I think he is, and I think he's uh, being a big brave boy. <laughs> I don't know how to word it, <laughs> but but yeah, he's he's top lad for going back and getting back on the horse, as it were. Yeah, it yeah, must be because it's not just the physical barrier that you have for that. It's the mental barrier to yep. I'm stepping back out onto that field in which I died. Exactly. And, and how, that's still got to happen yet because they'll play yeah. another game where he might get hit by someone else really fucking hard. And he's going to have to deal with that when it does happen again because they're not going to not hit him. So, yeah. 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 I mean, he seems everything that I've read. He's as as actually a lot of NFL players are. He's very big into God, and he's a true mm. believer that he's been put back there, and it's all in his hands. Like it's it's kind of like he's in the right frame of mind, I guess, mm. um, with his belief and how he feels to put himself back out there. So yeah, it'll be. I didn't realize there were talks about you know potential cuts. Or or not, or just that even being part of the conversation. But I guess it ha- kind of has to be. It is we've got big rosters that need to come down. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Um, yeah, it's just I just wanted to get your two takes on it because it is catch twenty two. You you know it's it could be good, both good and bad. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Obviously, in a couple of weeks' time when the rosters are finally announced. Um, some other takeaway points that I've seen. Um, I mentioned him last episode. Dalton Kincaid. Uh, the tight end we drafted first round has just been insane. Obviously, I said he ca- he caught something like ninety nine point eight percent of his passes in college. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen is incredibly impressed with him. Um, Allen is targeting him more than any other player at the minute, and he's seeing yeah, a lot that. more. Yeah, he's seen a lot more action than a rookie would do. You know, he's training with the first team, and everyone's just incredibly impressed with him. He's route running as if he's playing as a wide receiver, but he's a tight end. He just phenomenal the the type of player he is. Um, Jordan Poyer, um, who's obviously been in the league, I think between eight and ten years. Um, he's just saying this kid is something else. Like loads of people were saying he could reach Kelsey's numbers in terms of a tight end, which is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact, you know, he's going to play with Josh Allen for the next 10, however many years, is is great to see, especially from my point of view. Um, I think with Kincaid, he's going to have a big season inbound. Um, I've got a hot take, which 
by all means, somebody, I was going to say print screen this, but I'm fucking talking. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> take, a, take a screen grab or cut voice note something. I think, <laughs> I think Kincaid is going to be offensive rookie of the year. Um, yeah, if he gets the plays and Allen targets him as much as he's been doing this camp, I think Kincaid is going to go on to massive things. Um, so that's definitely one thing I've been excited about. Um, Ken Dorsey has been mixing up um, the back lines. Obviously, you don't usually have too many tight ends playing at once, um, but he's been getting creative and he's been playing Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid at the same time um, in the backfield. So he's trying to see whether they can both work at the same time, just give Allen some more options, which will be good fun. Um James Cook, our sophomore running back. So he, I've put here, James Cook is cooking because he literally is. <laughs> um, he, so from what I've read, he is playing incredibly well in terms of um, his route running. So um, obviously he's handed the ball by Allen. He's breaking through the defence and he's, you know, he's running beyond them and, and going for touchdowns and whatever else. But he's also been receiving the ball quite well. So he's a good ball catcher. So, again, another weapon for Allen. It could mix it up a bit. I think Cook's going to have a big season. Um, he was kind of hindered last year by uh, Devin Singletary and obviously Allen wanting to rush the ball. Um, I think James Cook gets more of the ball this year and he does much, much better. Obviously, he is the younger brother of Dalvin Cook, who we know is a very, very good running back. Yeah. So, yeah, it could run in the family. It could be... It could be a big Brand. year for him. <laughs> um, Khalil Shakir, um, who is a bit of a favourite of mine, he's going into his sophomore year wide receiver. Um, he's also my player collect that I do in cards. Um, he has been standout for some of his catches he's been making. And again, he's been labelled a menace by the safeties. And, you know, he's doing outstanding things. So... Him going into a sophomore year is is absolutely brilliant. Um, he's got a lot of opportunities, um, and yeah, it's just it's exciting. I think Allen has finally got a lot more weapons to use, and we're going to be play calling a lot better. That it's going to be a very fun season, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then the only other take I've got from Bill's training camp, I think you boys have seen it, is um, the Peter King interview with Josh Allen so obviously last training camp <laughs> last training camp Peter King from ESPN was interviewing Josh Allen um, they finish up the interview and Allen goes in for a handshake and Peter King just completely blanks him for a good seven maybe eight seconds and yeah, Allen's just there time. yeah Allen's just there and he's like oh okay nope nope and then he <laughs> like finally shakes his hand at the end so of course Peter King has come back this year. They've interviewed Josh Allen again, and Allen just completely snubs him and drops Mike and walks off. And I just thought that's brilliant. Like, it's a good sense of humour. Um, yeah, a nice little fun thing from camp. I think that was that was good. Yes, yeah, yeah. no, it's yeah. cool. Um, Dan and your Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Yes. Um... That, that's one thing you're saying about um, you guys having more weapons. I think all of us have actually done quite well in terms of who we've got in our teams now, whether they stick into the final 50-odd. It's yeah. a different story. But 
I think it's going to make it even more exciting for me watching you guys play as well because I'm excited to see what happens in with your teams as much as I am my own. But um, no, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah, we've got loads of good peoples. We've definitely got more weapons now. Um, I was watching some videos earlier with the training camp stuff, and uh, everyone's just smashing it. Like everyone's just going to the nines, like really giving it their all. Um, we got Zay Flowers. They've nicknamed him Joystick apparently because <laughs> of uh, okay. how he like ducks and dives and weaves and stuff. Um, and yeah, apparently he's proper zippy. His older brother had <laughs> had the same nickname because I think he played college football. Again, don't quote oh, okay. me this; could be wrong. But um, and it just happened to be that uh, Lamar Jackson ended up nicknaming him Joystick. And it's like, well, how about that? Of all the nicknames, oh, so you he, could didn't, have picked, he didn't even. No, he didn't know. He, yeah, okay. Literally, just because the way he's, <laughs> it was meant to be dodging and diving. But um, yeah, that oh, root running I and thought, stuff just on it. I thought his older brother was bunch of. <laughs> Bunch of flowers. Thanks. Just in case you didn't get it. Um, what else has happened? Beckham, OBJ, and uh, Todd Munkin. I've never actually seen Todd Munkin before. I've not really looked into him. I know he is our new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently they both used to work together about four years ago when he was at Cleveland for the oh, Browns, yeah. and so they already have a working relationship, albeit it was four years ago, but it was, it was a little still bit helps though, to... just yeah. even for the having that personal relationship yeah, yeah, the, you know, the actual plays and things like that would be different, but once you, if you already know a person, especially for a player that knows a coach, that coach is probably working the same way, or similarly to how they were four years ago, I doubt exactly. anyone's going to massively rip up how they're coaching someone so, yeah yeah, and yeah, vice versa. One of the big unless they hated was... each other. No, <laughs> no, no. That was, that was a good working relationship. But <laughs> it, one of the talking points was like he knows how to approach OBJ. Like he knows mm-hmm. how to how to coach him. How he's receptive to his coaching style, and how to like kind of push him to do more kind of thing rather than just being hard ass at him or being too soft. Like you've got. A, a, I suppose it's the same with every player. Like you need to know your way in with them, kind of thing. But they already have yeah. that. So that was quite cool. Yeah, I think that and, does um, help because obviously everyone knows OBJ is a bit of a locker room diva. So you have to yeah. stroke his ego a little bit. So if he already knows that and they've already had a good working relationship together, it does like it softens it. So it'll be much better for him. Exactly. So the only thing I'm worried about is because uh, Beckham Jr. can be a bit of a diva. I don't want it to be that we just go for him because we've only got mm-hmm. him for a year, and that could potentially be his last season if then he retired, depending on how we do. Or even if we don't how we do, it could just be a year, and that's it. I don't want yeah. us to just pass the ball to him, because then it's going to be so predictable. When we have all these other weapons, like Zay Flowers, Aguilar, um, Duvernay, there's, there's loads of other wide receivers. Like It's absolutely stacked, our wide receiver list and our depth chart. Mm-hmm. So, um, Which brings me on to my second point. Um, we have released some people. Um, okay. I can't remember everyone off the top of my head, but one of the standouts for me that really kind of upset me was there's, there's a, we got a receiver called Andy Isabella, who was a rookie from last year, I believe. And from what I saw of him when he did play, he was really good. I was like, oh, I like him. I want to see him do more this year. And now they've, they've uh, cut him. Oh. Well, yeah, that's, that's off good the way. <laughs> yeah. You've got, I think you've got to remember, though, that when you do see stuff like that, it might just be a a flash it's it's something yeah. that looks good but it's 
a one percent thing and you know it's a one time every other time he's done it behind closed yeah. doors he's not finished it yeah there's always a lot more to it and they're normally obviously cut with reason um yeah and you never know you could be re-signed to the practice squad or onto development but yeah it's just keep cool. an eye on him see if he pops up somewhere yeah i hope we do keep him maybe it'd suck for him if he kind of gets resigned to the practice squad i mean he still gets paid still gets to be on the practice squad still plays for the ravens technically but i reckon someone else will probably snap him up and yeah well if he's good enough then why not get his chance elsewhere if the ravens aren't going to give it to him yeah yeah exactly whereabouts you saying um obviously you had a bit of a soft spot for him dan this is what the the sort of thing i hate about training camp is because Mm. You go through this process and you like the look of players, but in the back of the mind, you need to remember not all of these players are going to go through. So yeah. um, one one from last season I had was Isaiah Hodgins. I can't remember if it's Hodgins or Hodgkins. I think it's mm. Hodgins. And he was brilliant throughout preseason. He was catching touchdowns. He was um, making good kind of route plays. And I was like, yeah, he's, he looked really good. And then we dropped him. And I was like, oh, Jesus, like he... He was a decent player. I like the look of him. Yeah. And then he he went on to the Giants and he's kind of their wide receiver too now. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. bloody hell. Like, it's just one of those things. You kind of, you get a bit attached to him and then, yeah, it's just a lot of movement within the NFL. My worst one, which isn't even because I liked his performance (laughs) or anything. So we got into trading cards a little bit. Um, just like in break groups where you, so it's a, a cheaper way to get into cards because you just pay for your team so you're not you're not paying for a box or a pack in which you're paying the whole cost you're just paying for your team you know the odds are against you a little bit because if no one for your team comes out you don't get that card but if they do then you get that card great but the reason that i did it is because times were you know six pounds or whatever it was cheap to buy in and it was a bit of entertainment really yeah and and i had money then but i don't anymore but anyway <laughs> um the first ever uh, rookie patch auto that I got the first autograph out of anything ever was a Des Fitzpatrick one so because of that um, that was kind of like and it was a really early pack that I bought as well so that kind of like sold me on him as a player and I was like I'm gonna make Des my personal collection I'm my player that I'm collecting Um got a few more cards I've got a few more rows of his um, all sorts all from all different um, packs and sets and whatever I still don't know all the different trading cards but yeah lots for him um, never played really got cut he's now with the Steelers <laughs> I was like great <laughs> cool um, he was on the practice squad for a bit never got elevated um, he did, He has played some games for the Titans but nothing that's you know worth writing home about yeah. and yeah that is, it's just it is one of those things you know these, these rookies in for trading cards for anything they kind of come in and are expected to potentially be part of the team you know the the team has drafted them for a reason and it doesn't mm-hmm. always work out yeah. it's, it's just one of those things yeah news um other um, than that there wasn't much else to report for the ravens is this that's cool that's cool um something fun just where you were saying about something fun from training camp adam i don't yeah. know if you saw there was an interview when Derek Henry was doing his media availability the other day and you know he's chatting for about an hour a lot of it was about so he started the whatsapp or whatever between all the running backs to start discussing their 
contracts because he was seeing what was going on with the running back contracts and he was like it's not cool. yeah yeah um he he put everyone in the group chat but then it kind of got taken off um by who who was the most vocal one was it saquon i can't remember someone then led it after that um i think it was saquon yeah and anyway so they're talking about all this serious stuff and then there was just a question which was and it went all around the Titans camp as well, asking all different players. How many six-year-olds do you think it takes to stop Derrick Henry? <laughs> so I just want to put the question to both of you. How many, how many do you think it is? Um, I know one of Adam's favourite answers to the question was just all of them. <laughs> every six-year-old the, Every six-year-old in the world. Um, it's such like a random question. Yeah, to ask. Is. And how do you put a number? I think you're going to need like 20 working oh, collectively. Oh, I'd say more than that. Yeah. I'd say like just... 50. Like if they're all in a line as well. And he's just like... like smashing through them like a bowling ball through. Yeah. <laughs> just just recreating the juggernaut. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say a, a, a lot. Between 50 and 70, I'd say. Okay. And that, I think that's not all them pushing back at once, like all their force in one go. Yeah. And coming up next week, we've got Derek Henry and Lotus. Can you imagine if they actually <laughs> tried to like test it somehow? Didn't um yeah. didn't Henry he finished his interview with it, didn't he? He said, I don't know, let's get all the kids up here, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, bring them here. Let's do it. <laughs> no, that's funny. I like that. Yeah, just thought that was funny. Okay, that's that's cool, that's fair enough. Um we'll Obviously, there's more to the league than just our teams. So I'm just going to run through a very quick, in terms of recent injury news, because this is obviously a, more major injuries that might play a part on teams' rosters. Um, yeah. So Denver Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick has suffered a season-ending injury for the Oof. second consecutive season. So he did his uh, left Achilles tendon now and last year it was his acl and his right knee so jesus that doesn't sound good yeah that's that's going to be tough coming back from from two consecutive seasons as well yeah so it's not fun not fun no Um, no. yeah they've obviously you know broncos have got sutton judy rookies and whatever but he was the veteran that was in there that was that but oh well yeah um the Colts so there's obviously stuff going on with Jonathan Taylor um, yeah. on top of that um, oh no where's it gone I don't know his name there is oh maybe there wasn't I'll just move on from that because I could have sworn that I was reading that there I other thought running back I saw something about uh, Colts running back hang on yeah Oh, I think it the is fourth year running back is expected to miss six weeks. Okay, there is another running back. Zach Moss suffered a broken arm on Monday. He did, so, yeah. He ex Bills, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. So he's expected people. to miss six weeks. Um, but obviously, with the stuff that's going on already with Jonathan Taylor, and then you've got that, it's just something else to the mix, which I'm sure they didn't want to deal with. Um, and also Anthony Richardson, just interestingly, he's having surgery, um, nasal septum surgery okay, to help okay. him breathe. So 
That's I just found that interesting. I guess the QB needs to breathe a little bit. Um, that's weird. Still, Why get it done now when you're joining the NFL? Why not highlight this during college? Yeah, Maybe you don't, don't have know. the money to do it during college because it's all private. Yeah, yeah your, your college, your college would still pay for it if you are the starting. Especially for your yeah, college you're a prospect, and you're going, so yeah, 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 they would invest in you. Yeah. Um, so next up, we've got Seattle Seahawks. So Kenneth Walker has a soft tissue injury, um, mm-hmm. and only I drafted him in my fantasy league. So I had him last season, and he did <sighs> well. So I thought I'd go for him. Literally the day after we did the draft, he went questionable. Um, he's still expected to start week one, but that's just something to keep an eye on because he he's probably going to be RB one for them. Um, yeah. I think there are some other injuries in around um, uh, their squad as well anyway. We won't look at them. Uh, Jalen Ramsey for Dolphins. So off the back of that, um, what did he get? So he suffered a meniscus tear. So they've now gone on to pick up Eli Apple. Which is brilliant news for of, everyone else in the AFC East because <laughs> Eli, Eli Apple is awful, so we'll happily go up against him. Yeah, I know Change you you to... don't like him ever since the Demar Hamlin stuff happened. He was being oh yeah, he was a massive he was saying afterwards. Yeah, he was a massive bell end about all that, but the guy can't play football. How he stayed <laughs> in the NFL is is beyond me. So. The fact he's gone to the Finns is music to my ears. We'll stunt on him all day. Yeah. Um, there's some injuries through the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, their first round defensive lineman that they picked up suffered a calf injury. So that's Collegia Cansey. Um He needed to be taken on a cart off the field. So something to keep an eye on. Demar um, Hamlin was participating. That's. Kind of it. And then um, Dalvin Cook's obviously free agency going around meeting different people. He's met with the Jets, um, which weirdly I've read that the New York Jets are quoted as saying that the move went quite well. And then I've also, uh, the meeting went quite well. And then I've also read that someone else is quoted as saying that the, the general gist is Dalvin Cook's team weren't too keen on that. So. Oh bit of conflicting information coming out of there um yeah. i know you wanted him at the bills at one point but that's obviously not looking like it would potentially be a thing that would happen anymore um yeah it just would have been good to have the brothers together yeah um i don't know if he's due to go meet up anywhere else um i know miami dolphins were in the conversation um but I've I've taken a chance on Dalvin Cook and drafted him in my fantasy, hoping that he ends up somewhere where he can get me something. I've gone a bit weird on my draft. I'm not I'm still not sure if I'm happy with it, but never mind. That's a conversation for another time. I was going to say, yeah, I didn't even catch that. Because I was looking at drafting Cook, thinking, oh, maybe, maybe. But I didn't. Yeah, so he was still available really late on, so I picked him up as soon as we got seven bench spots. But just Just a risk to take, isn't it? Yeah, and then the last thing I've got before we'll go around and see if either of you have got anything. Um, Nick Bosa's obviously not at camp because he's holding out for a contract extension. Nobody seems too concerned about it, um, but they do want to get it resolved so they can actually get him there 
thing. Yeah, it's just like one of their an best act players. they seem to do, doesn't it? And well, then, their best player. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it seems yeah. to happen every year round, and then with different players, and then it all gets resolved, and all's fine. And yeah, yeah. and sticking with them, um, Trey Lance's QB three uh, behind Sam Darnold, and Brock Purdy is QB one still. That's that's what they're saying is happening over there. So. I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. I think I guess Trey Lance is not going to be too happy, but apparently he's been really struggling since he's come back. Yeah, um, I've I've seen that. So obviously Purdy's been cleared medically. He's now fine. Yeah. So again, after he was Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft, and obviously mm-hmm. smashed it last year. So um, stepped in when he needed to. Really, really good QB. Um, I think Trey Lance is obviously much better than Sam Darnold, but reading everything, Trey Lance is just struggling. As you said, he... He is really, really suffering. So, unless he starts yeah. picking it up, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. Be interesting to keep an eye on because he's potentially a really good quarterback that someone else could pick up if it went mm-hmm. the wrong way because he's got so much potential. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, he shouldn't be QB3 anywhere, but who knows? Who knows yeah. see what happens? But whilst much um, else that you've seen going on? Yeah, well, whilst we're still on the subject of injuries, obviously there was one what happened a couple of days ago. We've got Joe Burrow, who um, suffered calf strain. So, obviously, he's due to be out for five to six weeks. I don't think it's anything serious, but, again, he is a main weapon for Cincy Bengals. So, um, yeah, again, another one to keep an eye on. Um, I, funnily enough, drafted him as my backup QB, and I think... Uh, who did I get? Jalen Hurts is my QB1 and his bye week's not until like week 12 or 13 so Burrow will be more than better yeah. by then yeah, we'll be to, to come in. Swing of things by then. Yeah, definitely. We, we've got the Bengals for week two of the regular season and I'm hoping okay. that Joe's still out by then because then we've got a really easy first three games. <laughs> well, if it's five to yeah. six weeks from now and week two is the so early 20s of... Or the late teens of September, he might be back, you know. Yeah. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. We'll oh. see. Um, um, just before, so you, obviously you mentioned Jalen Hurts there. Have you seen what his phone background is? I don't know if you've no. seen this. So there was a video of him like taking a picture or going on his phone to do something. Mm. And this this is his mentality, obviously. You'd hope maybe he just thinks he looks good in the photo. But his lock screen photo or his background on his phone is him after losing the Super Bowl, walking off in the confetti from the Chiefs. Oh, Just oh like, okay. So people are like, like that's motivation. the mentality. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, yeah. Remind him of where he was and what he didn't achieve. I mean, this is obviously what people think it might mean. It might not mean that at all. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that of all the moments, that's you probably, if you see the photo, you'll recognise the photo from when the Super Bowl happened. It was quite yeah, like, it was yeah. an iconic shot that was used in loads of articles and stuff. So um yeah, just thought that was interesting. But carry on. Yeah, no. Um, and there's only a, um, I can't remember if I touched on it last week or not. I, I can't remember when it happened. But of course, um, Naheem Hines is uh, out for the season with the Bills. Mm. Um, jet ski incident, um, which there's a lot of controversy about because it was an incident what happened outside of work. So technically, he doesn't have to get paid. But a lot of people are saying, well, he's still a Bills player. It's like, yeah, but again, it's a business. So. Does he deserve to get paid? Should he get paid? I mean, it saves the Bills 2.5 mil 
if he doesn't get paid. And, you know, that's the whole point of players having to get insurance and stuff. But then, yeah, don't don't go. I mean, it's not his fault. You you can go and do what you want. It was yeah. just it and was it's a, such a weird scenario, isn't it, for it to happen? Yeah, it, but I mean, he didn't do it himself or for his no, own actions. The other jet ski must have been traveling at some speed to completely like shatter his knee. Yeah, so, but then maybe yeah. I mean we don't we weren't there. Maybe there was more to it than that. Yeah, it was another yeah, jet ski maybe. that caused it, but yeah, but know. yeah, that's obviously um, that's all I know injury wise. Just touch on that. Um, one thing I found from around the league, and again, we are only just diving into training camps and pre-season more this season so it could be a regular thing I don't know but one thing I've noticed a lot more this year um is fights breaking out mm-hmm. within teams so yeah the notes I've got here um the jets they had three different fights in the same camp day which wow. is insane like wow. Not, not, not just. Oh, hard knocks like, is going to be good. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that will be yeah, good, won't it? Um, yeah. So the Jets having three fights in the same day. You had the Chiefs with Travis Kelsey. So um, he has caught the ball, um, kind of shrugged off a couple of players, and then the linebacker has come up to Kelsey, tried punching the ball away. Probably it was a bit of a joke, and Kelsey thought. Nah, fuck you, and just you swung for him. Mate, yeah, yeah, he's properly swung for him. Um, the Steelers, um, Pickens had a scuffle with a rookie QB. Um, the QB, uh, sorry, cornerback, not QB. Um, cornerback's gone to essentially just stop his route running, and Pickens has kind of ran through him. As he's put his hands on him, he's pulled... Um, the player's chain and he's broken it so a scuffle broke out from there um, the Browns have been reported as a small scuffle I think four or five players have been internally punished for what they've been doing um, the Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams um, threw a punch at a rookie um, I think Williams was dropping loads of catches during practice and he was a bit pissed off so he just thought you new kid I'm going to I'm gonna punch you <laughs> Um <laughs> And then obviously, Adam, you mentioned uh, Titans have had a bit yeah, of a Jeffrey a Simmons scuffle. and Jamarco Jones. So I don't know how other teams are handling it, but obviously you've seen the Titans. So um, Daddy Rabe's view on it is um, if anything like that happens, they're going to deal with it as if it was a game day and you should get taken out and yeah. you won't be with the team for the rest of it. So they, they get sent to the sand pit to do conditioning in the sand. Um, oh, okay. And that's kind of how it is because you've let the team down if you've done it. So you're just straight out. Um, yeah. You know, you, you will be punished straight away. So be interesting. don't know how the other teams deal with it. So I, some people I have read, I don't know any team specifically, but I've read that they prefer people to fight because it shows passion and desire and stuff like that. So, but to me, it's that's the schoolboy element of it. And mm. you kind of shouldn't have that in the professional top, game yeah um, and especially not with your teammates yeah like i get that some players will be cocky and some like to give it and you know the banter um and i guess maybe some people just can't take it <laughs> um yeah the trash talking but it's as soon as it steps beyond that and you're actually throwing a fist or 
pushing and shoving. Well, I guess pushing and shoving is probably not too much. That kind of happens mm. anyway. But um, yeah, it's yeah. what the team does I after mean, that. Whether they do anything, punish them, or just leave them to it. It clearly does happen. Thinking back, um, last training camp last year for the Bills, um, Josh Allen was hit late on. Um, I mean, well past him throwing the ball. And a fight broke out from that because Alan was like, hang on a minute, I'm QB1. Don't fucking hit me like that when the season's due to start in a couple of weeks. Like, mm-hmm. So it it does happen, thinking back, but um, it just seems like a lot just, more of it It probably just depends this... if the camera happens to be there or not. Yeah, yeah. Um... It just seems like a lot more has happened this year, but um, that's kind of my take from what I've seen around the league. It just seems like a lot more fights and scuffles have, have brought out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, another thing you've got to bear in mind as well is the weather's been really hot. Um, I think it was recorded on a Saturday, just gone, it was 36 degrees in um, Baltimore. So, yeah. and then to do all the practice and stuff in that kind of heat, I mean, they've been having Mondo heat waves and stuff anyway, but um, it, uh, that would make you have a shorter fuse than you normally would, for sure. Yeah, I think there's probably yeah. loads of elements to it, like Adam said, with. Obviously, the rookies, I think a lot of them have been involved with rookies. You know, they're trying to prove a point, so they're going to want to go above and beyond. And yeah, they want a spot on the roster, but they're probably pissing off the vets and the sophomores and whatever else. And mm-hmm. probably just that's you just reminded place. me of something. Um, it was a podcast, I don't know if it was the, the Kelsey one or there was a podcast that I was listening to, and it's so I can't remember who it was, but they were saying that. They were in the team. They were trying to, you know, get on with people, speak to people, um, and it was not until like six weeks in that whoever it was had a fight with someone. And after doing that, one of the senior players came and spoke to them for the very first time. And he was like, "Well, if I, if I knew that, I just needed to get into a fight to speak to you. I would have just done it on the first day." <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is a, there is a, like a, I suppose an alpha male kind of show your strength type yeah there's definitely a pe- to it. It's, it's a pecking order isn't it that's yeah that's what I kind of want to go for pecking order so yeah um yeah it's just just interesting i guess everyone's different people react differently to it show a bit of fight and spirit but it's the way that it happens like kelsey's one to me and how it was filmed and how it looked because it was very minor what it was you know it's not yeah. like he got hit late or anything like that Megaly just looked really diva-ish like as if it's like a do you know who I am sort of moment. Um, yeah, but, but then that's I... not like no. it, it just seemed unnecessary for him to swing around and then throw a punch at him. But yeah, but then I, I can also see why he'd done it because he he shrugged off two or three players, and then that was it. The play was over. The play was done. They're ready to set up for the next one, and then the the linebacker just goes to punch the ball out of his hands like. It's kind of like one of those moments where you think, what are you, what are you doing? Like, don't be an idiot. Yeah, but, but he's also yeah. one of the most senior people, so I just it's think very... it sets a standard for... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Excellence. <laughs> it's very but... uncharacteristic of him, because I've never seen um, Travis Kelsey like that. I've always seen him as kind of, he does normally go, like, hold a standard kind of thing. And he, he apologised as well, didn't he? Saying, like, I should, I should know better to be, like, I need to be a better leader. Okay. Yeah, I think he he can be a bit of a a diva and a bit of a knob outside of football. <laughs> bit of a diva, bit of a knob. <laughs> yeah, he he can he can do that outside of football. Like 
you've seen him on like microphones and stuff. If there's a microphone open, he's going to jump on it and he's going to make a fool of himself. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah, but, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, we digress. Um, yeah. I don't think there's anything else from around the league, I don't think. No, there is not. No. Um, Gone. you sound like you're going to say something. I was just going to say that I think there's one thing we really need to touch upon, which has affected the three of us today. Um, and people listening, they may or may not have had this problem. I think a lot of people have, is Dazone. Um, as people yeah. are probably aware. So Game Pass uh. used to... Yeah, Game Pass <laughs> used to be its own separate thing. Um, Louder to the people at the back. Uh. <laughs> like... Game Game Pass was perfect. It worked between the three of us. Mm-hmm. We we shared it. Not that yeah. we should be saying that, but we shared it. Air brackets. Um, yeah. Shared <laughs> um, for legal reasons, we didn't share it, but for other reasons, but it 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 worked perfectly, and we could all have our games on. We could all have Red Zone, and mm-hmm. it was perfect. Now the Zone have picked it up, and it's just fucking terrible. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't and, know. Yeah. Oh, like, it's frustrating on so many different levels. The first thing is that, so even just trying to pay for it, it's money supposed to have come out today, hasn't come out, haven't been billed. Yeah. You know, mm. am I going to be? Is my account set up properly? Um, it's working, and I've used it, but it's just mm-hmm. wh- like they're setting a standard, I guess, by not having it. You, you're expecting one thing, and it's not been delivered that way just yet yeah um i've got the app on my tv but it doesn't stream nfl network properly it just like goes to the splash screen is loading every now and again i'll hear the stuff that's going on in the background but it'll never come on the screen yeah um you know maybe my tv's a little bit too old to do it but that's, if the design app's on my tv then it should be compatible and it should work mm. so why is it not? Does that mean that I won't be able to watch live games when it comes around to it? So I've chucked it on my PS5 now, but you only get five devices with design. So if I wanted, you know, I'm not, you can't use five devices. You can only use two devices at once, but I was going to have my TV, my fire stick, my phone, my tablet, and I was going to let Rachel put it on her tablet. So that's yeah. five devices. But now if I need to have it on the PS5, I mean, okay, I'll have to remove the TV, but it just feels like it's, it's, Something that you should be excited for for the preseason coming up, but it feels like a broken product that's been delivered, and you just get the same spiel back from Design. If you try and speak to them, all they say is, "You'll get the same service that you received last year." Okay, but I'm not. I'm coming to you with a problem. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not getting the same service. So why are you telling me that I will get the same service? I'm not. Ten- I don't need to know what I will or might get. I'm telling you what I've got now. <laughs> just yeah. help me, and it's yeah. I think what's pissed me off the most about this is they've had months to sort this. Yeah, yeah they have. And it, it, there's been nothing but problems. Obviously, I've been conversing with you two and sharing screenshots of all the chats I've had with them. And um, I was paying in instalments last year. And if I look on my DAZN account, it says I'll be paying in full as of today. So numerous times I've been on like online chats with them and said, I need proof that I will be paying in instalments and like just change my account. And they said, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get round to it. And I promise you, you'll be paying this and you'll do it in instalments like you did before. Um, but if, um, wait until your first payment comes out 
if you do end up paying in full, come back to us. And I said, that doesn't make sense because you're waiting for it to be a problem before sorting it beforehand. So yeah. it sounds like they've majorly messed up and they're just, they weren't ready for it. I mean, it's like you just said, though, that, that should be a quick fix. They should be able to log on to the computer or whatever CRM that they have, find yeah. your account and update your status to that payment. Yeah, method. it's like they're not looking at accounts. No, it's at mm. all. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's a very very weird one, and I, I I think we're just bitter because Game Pass was perfect. It worked perfectly. Why is it now gone over to the Zone? And it's a ten year contract. Like, well, you'd hope it would get better after the first season. Like they'd learn from. Yeah, that. I mean, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, and we'll see what happens. But as far as it's gone so far, I'm not holding out any hope. Yeah, um, no, it's so. Just, I mean, yeah. there's dedicated people. So on Facebook, they've got the NFL UK Facebook group. There, there's two people. I think it's Roger and Abby. I think are their names. But they've taken it upon themselves to be the people to go to the zone with all the questions that everyone has to come yeah, back, yeah. full force and have all the answers and stuff. Oh, that's nice. And even now, there's there's still stuff that like, well, what the fuck's going on with this? And it's still yeah. not been resolved. And should, they've been doing this for months. Yeah, it's like you said. Like you've had all this time to sort it out. Why have they not sorted out? And the icing on the cake is they've got 150 quid out of all three of us each. Yeah, mm. that's this. you know, <laughs> ultimately, yeah, maybe we should have each been paying that in previous seasons, and we haven't. So that's we've got away with that. So I can, yeah, I, I can not be happy with paying 150 quid, but I can, you know, fine. We've had it good. I need to pay 150 quid, that's fine. But at least deliver the service that I'm expecting from it. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Worst, the worst things that you read as well, there's such conflicting information. There's some uh, talk that if you're watching a show, just like um, you select Hard Knocks, for example, um, that'll be 1080p, but live streams will be 720p. We're in 2023. If I'm paying 150 pounds, I yeah. want 4K HDR, like... Yeah, Why? Yeah. I think one of those ones. I think it was answered today that um, all the live games will be 1080p. Well, that was a confirmed be. thing. They better be. But it was a question before um, that it was going to be. Lower. And like, I know it's a first world problem thing, but we have fans that aren't in America. We can't just have the luxury of watching all the games on different network providers cable providers at our leisure we have to do this one size fits all approach of the zone um or watch the two games a week on sky um or sky's coverage of red zone which is rubbish it's just not yeah the same they the cut same. away at all the wrong times um yeah adverse when you shouldn't have them and just that's the problem it just doesn't feel the same because obviously we watch it on game pass and we would get the American adverts and whatever else. There's lots of them. They're always showing food adverts. So Sky are constantly cutting backwards and forwards to it. And Sky, you just miss the coverage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we need to give them the benefit of the doubt and just hope it gets better from here. They're no yeah. doubt probably pulling their hair out after today because it's gone completely wrong um, and hope it only gets better. Yeah, that's all, all we can hope for. It's just it's just really frustrating, you know. We just want to be able to watch it yeah. how we were. <laughs> and C Yeah, Game like Pass was perfect. They, sh they shouldn't have changed it. It's clearly a money-making scheme. Mm -hmm. The zone... 
I think the zone have seen a money maker right there, um, but they don't know how to deal with it. So, yeah. Yours. Oh well. All right. Well. Cool. Any anyone got anything else to add for this week? Our, our very quick episode has become an hour episode, so yeah, I guess we <laughs> yeah, just no, like chatting, <laughs> but it's cool. Nothing, nothing much to touch upon. I think, obviously, we are now in the month of August. We officially have football this month. Yeah, um, let's go. There is a game this Thursday, so it's kind of a pre-season game. Um, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame game this Thursday between Jets and Browns. Um, it's probably Ooh. not going to be that thrilling um, is it, it will be proper football or flag or no no so it's it's a proper game um but you you probably won't get any starters at all um it will be second string and rookies but it's just another chance for those two teams to play against each other really um, when you get said West football hall of fame game i kind of assumed it would be like the old hall of famers that are still with us that would be against what, each like other the like 50, 50 60 year olds <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought the Hall of Fame game would be. Zimmer frame um, football. But no, it's not. It's just uh, two no, it's, it's just It's called the Hall of Fame game. I think it's just sponsored by the Hall of Fame to give it more coverage. Um, Fair enough. Being, being honest, I don't know the most about it. I just know it's an additional pre-season game. It's kind of, in football terms, it's kind of like the community shield of football. Uh, okay. okay. So... Sense. Yeah, it's it's a game before the season starts. Yeah, no, it's yeah. cool. As it's more football, so we can check it out. It's and that's when this week, next week, the, this, this Thursday. Week. Thursday. Yeah. Do you know what so, time it's on? Uh, is it, this it's time. it might be. It might be next. Uh, oh no, it is. It's this. It's this Friday at one a.m. for us. So oh, Thursday okay. night. Yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm not going to watch I... it, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm actually. I, mean, I might do Friday. So I'm working from home on Friday, so I might I might check it out if I I, I mean I won't check it out, but we'll see. Um To be fair, I'll be off work because I'm football. starting a new job. Oh yeah. Exciting. Very well, exciting. Um Yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's been um, a good chat. We've I'm sure we've missed a bunch of stuff and you know, there's more stuff with the Titans camp that I didn't go over, but it's as we said before, there's a lot that we're kind of taking in for the first time properly, so we're just airing our thoughts out there between ourselves and yeah. hoping that a few people out there might want to listen to us chat about it. So hopefully if you've got to the end of this episode, that's really cool. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, still haven't got socials, but they're coming, I promise, at some point, maybe. Yeah. Um, when they're out there, please give us a shout. Um, say hello. We'll give you a shout-out for free. No, five pounds. No, it'll be free. Um, <laughs> just, yeah, um, lots to look forward to. We're, we're really getting into the start of pre-season and into the swing of things. So I'm sure more and more stuff will go on each week. We're, we're going to have this going on every single week. Um, Adam's probably going to have done about 17 more fantasy drafts between now and then. <laughs> so uh, we will have a, a more of a look at fantasy at some point. I do love me a draft. Yeah. <laughs> because um, fantasy's just so cool. We're getting down into it for the first time properly this season. Yep. Um, so we'll be able to look at that a little bit more. I think we'll do. We'll we'll have to do some sort of fantasy preview to give it a yeah. bit of time because you can't really just whisper by it. But we'll. I don't know. We'll see if we fit it in. If it fits in within a week, cool. If not, we'll do a little bonus episode or something. But we'll talk fantasy. Um, 
and yeah we'll hopefully some stuff goes on between now and next week and if it doesn't then it doesn't <laughs> but we're still going to talk about it <laughs> consistency <Yeah>. is key <laughs> <laughs> there will be something to talk about yeah um, adam's calling me out for apparently waffling so i'll get <laughs> wrap this up i didn't think i was waffling you prick but <laughs> Maybe, maybe just a little bit. No. No. I refuse. I refuse. I didn't think no, it was it's, if that counts right. It's been, a, it's been a good chat, and I appreciate it as always, gents. You just yeah. wanted to get off like half an hour earlier because you're poorly. <laughs> so you're like, come Ma- on, wrap it up, wrap it up. <laughs> man, man flu is a thing. <laughs> yes. All right. Speak to you come. next week. Go Bills. <laughs>